Innalhamdalillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina Wa min sayyati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah Wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih Wala tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayyuhalnasu attaqu rabbakumulladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahidah Wa khalaqa minha zawjaha wa batha minhuma rijalan kathira wa nisaa Wa attaqu allaha alladhi tasa'aluna bihi wal arham Inna allaha kana alaykum raqiba Ya ayyuhalladhina amanu attaqu allaha wa qulu qawlan sadida Yuslih lakum a'malakum wa yaghfir lakum dhunubakum Wa man yuti'illaha wa rasulahu faqad faza fawzan azima Amma ba'd fa'inna asdaqal hadithi kitabullah Wa khairul hadhi hadhi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Wa sharral umuri muhdathatuha Wa kulla muhdathatin bid'ah Wa kulla bid'atin dalalah Wa kulla dalalatin finnar After praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We seek his assistance and his forgiveness And we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala From the evil of ourselves And from the evil of our, our sayyat Whoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides There is none that can misguide and whoever Allah misguides, then there is no guide for him. I bear witness that there is none worthy of worship except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, who has no partner, and that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his slave and his messenger. O you who believe, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as he ought to be feared, and do not die except as Muslims. O mankind, be mindful of your Lord who created you from a single soul, and from it he created its mate. And through both he spread countless men and women and be mindful of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in whose name you appeal to one another. And honor family ties. Surely Allah is ever watchful over you. O believers, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and say that which is upright and correct. He will bless your deeds for you, forgive your sins, and whoever obeys Allah and his messenger has truly achieved a great triumph. Indeed, the most truthful of speech is the speech of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the best of guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the most evil of all affairs are the newly invented matters into the religion for every newly invented matter into the religion is a bid'ah and every bid'ah is a misguidance and every misguidance is a fire Ayyuhal muslimuna ibad Allah inna shari'at Allah ta'ala kullaha khayr wa barakatan alayna Ayyuhal muslimun the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, every single part and aspect of it is goodness and is a, is a blessing upon us. And from the legislations of this Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the obligation of al-ukhuwah fi deen, is the obligation of brotherhood in this religion. And that which is established for this brotherhood and for love, or anything that establishes this brotherhood and love between brothers in this deen, that leads to mercy between them, and advice between them, and assistance upon goodness, is from the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever leads them to loving each other, whatever leads them to becoming a stronger unit, 
then this is from the Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and will be rewarded for. And on the flip side, whatever breaks up the rows of the Muslims, whatever leads to ikhtilaf and splitting and infighting has been forbidden in an Islam. And anything that leads towards that has also been forbidden in an Islam. And this is the general rule in this blessed Sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for this reason, Hadhar al-Islam min al-dhan has the region of al-Islam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they warned against al-dhan. Al-dhan is suspicion and thoughts about your brother or sister that comes into the heart that has no evidence. That is not based upon proof. Yet we as Muslims, we have been instructed to have husnul dhan, to always have the best of thoughts for our brothers, as much as we are able. And to always give each other the benefit of doubt. And this is what husnul dhan is. That we give each other the benefit of doubt. And we give each other excuses. That when we see a brother falling short, we give him an excuse. When we hear a brother saying something, we make an excuse for him. We have a better interpretation for what he said, as opposed to interpreting it in the worst of ways. This is husnul dhan that is instructed in this deen of al-Islam. And this leads the person. The person who has husnul dhan, you will find that he is a person whose heart is always at ease. His nafs, his personality, his being, his mind is at rest. He's at ease, he's tranquil, because he's freed his mind from the tashwish of the shaitan. He's freed his mind from the play and the whispers of the shaitan, who is trying to let him fall into su'udhan. The goal of the shaitan is su'udhan, which is that we always have the worst of thoughts. We always have the worst of excuses. We always think the worst of our brother or sister. Husnudhan, in reality, is a ni'mah azimah. It's a great bounty that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bestows upon those of his slaves who can give each other the benefit of the doubt. It's from the most beautiful of characteristics that a Muslim adorns himself with. That the people of happiness experience. It, it removes this miserable feeling, this loathsome nature from the heart. Where we have this hatred towards others and we always have something bad to say about the next person. And we always have something evil that we're thinking about the next person. The person of Husnudhan, he's at peace. His mind is free from this bala. For it's a trial from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we always have su'udhan. So this is a great ni'mah from Allah. And if we have it, we should be thankful over it. And we should be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we should adorn ourselves with this as Muslims. With this beautiful characteristic of husnudhan. As for those who always have su'udhan, you will find they are always people of hasad. They are people of jealousy. They are envious of others. 
they're always looking at what others have and they have something bad to say about it. And when they see a, 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 a brother doing good, they have a, a bad interpretation of what he's done. When a brother slips up, they have an even worse interpretation of what he's done. And this is the shaitan who's playing with this person's heart. And you will find these people are really people of sa'adah, of true happiness in this dunya. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has instructed us to stay far away from suspicion. In Surah Al-Hujurat, Allah Azza wa Jal said, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu jtanibu kathiran min al-dhanni inna ba'da al-dhanni ithm. He said, O oh, believers, avoid suspicion. Ijtanibu kathiran min al-dhan. Stay far away from lots of suspicion. For indeed, some types of suspicion, they are ithm, they are sinful. Sometimes when you have these, these thoughts, or not just the thoughts, but you act upon those thoughts, then you will be sinful for that. Because this is what Allah Azza wa Jal says. In fact, the hadith, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, إِيَّاكُمْ مَظَّنَّ فَإِنَّ الظَّنَّ أَكْذَبُ الْحَدِيثِ He said, beware of suspicion. Beware of suspicion. Because suspicion is the speech that is, it contains the most lies. It contains the most lies. It's أَكْذَبُ الْحَدِيثِ If you want to see speech that's full of lies, look at the people of suspicion. They are always speaking without evidence, without proof, without verification. And so what comes out of their mouth is nothing but lies. So beware of suspicion. We find if we look at the Salaf al-Salih, the righteous predecessors of this Ummah, the Sahaba, the Tabi'un, then of course we find them the people who are always people who strove for husnul dhan. An example of this, a famous example, is in the Hadithatul Ifk. When our mother Aisha, radiallahu ta'ala anha, was being accused of immoralities, the Munafiqun was spreading that she had fallen into immoralities. When this was spread amongst the people, and even some of the Sahaba, the Muslims, they fell into this fitna. There was one couple from the Sahaba, Um Ayyub and Abu Ayyub al-Ansari radiallahu anhuma. When his wife Um Ayyub came to him, she said to him, Oh Abu Ayyub, do you hear what the people are saying about Aisha? He said, Naam. And that's lies. Yes, I heard, but it's nothing but lies. Did he have evidence that it, for anything? But immediately he said it's a lie. And then he said to her, Akunti fa'ila dhalika ya umma ayyub? Would you have done such a thing, O umma ayyub? She said, La wallah. No, but Allah would never have done such a thing. He said, Fa'aisha, wallahi khayrun mink. He said, By Allah, Aisha is even better than you. And this was his husnul dhan for Aisha, radiallahu ta'ala anha. And because of this, Allah azza wa jal revealed a verse regarding them. And he said, praising him. Praising Abu Ayyub, Lawla idh sami'tumuhu dhanna al-mu'minuna wal-mu'minatu bi-anfusim khayra wa qalu hadha ifkum mubin If only the believing men and women had thought well of one another. If only the men and women, the believing men and women would thought well of one another. 
when you heard this rumor and said this is clearly an outrageous slander this should have been the response of every believer there's no evidence then she's innocent this is a ifkum mubin it's lies just like abu ayyub radiyallahu ta'ala an said about it ikhwatul iman just like it is obligatory upon the muslims to stay away from passing rulings or, 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 or staying away from su'udhan it is also haram to pass rulings upon the hearts of others upon the intentions of others and this is also a form of su'udhan when a person does something we immediately respond by saying he only did this for such and such a reason and he only did that good deed because he wanted to please people and he only did that good deed because he's showing off this is also a form of su'udhan and this is an evil characteristic and a sign of a person's weak iman and a person's weak religion that a person can rule upon the next person's intention or upon his ikhlas or upon his, upon his qalb have we opened up their chest? have we looked in their hearts and seen what is there? and we know the hadith of Abu Usama where he killed a person who said la ilaha illallah just as he was about to kill him and he killed him and the Prophet ﷺ said to him, Why did you kill him? He accepted, he said, La ilaha illallah. He said, He only said it to, to save his life. The Prophet said to him, Ashaqaqta an qalbi. Did you open up his chest? Did you look inside his heart? And Abu Usama was, of course, embarrassed by this. And he said, I wish that, that I was like a new Muslim at that day so that I could have an excuse for what I did. The aqil, the intelligent Muslim, he pays attention to his own faults instead of the faults of others. He worries about his own deficiencies and his own sins as opposed to looking at the sins of others or looking after and chasing after, trying to expose the others. Wallahu al-musta'an. And this is all forms of su'udhan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he said, Inna ba'da dhanni ithm. That indeed, some forms of dhan is a sin. And therefore this ayah implies that not all dhan is sinful. And this is not to create a loophole. As Sufyan al-Thawri rahimahullah also mentioned, he said, من العجب أن يظن بأهل الشر الخير He said, from that which is amazing or strange is that you look at people who are evil who are known for being evil as good, as being righteous. He says this is something odd and strange. Which means if a person is a known sinner, he's an open sinner, this is what he's known for. And then you see him coming out of an evil place and you have one in your mind thinking he's committing sins once again, then this is not sinful. This is not sinful. Because Allah said, Inna ba'da dhanni ithm. That there's only some types of sin that is evil. So this means that when there's proof, when there's enough reason to believe something, then this is not considered as the suspicion that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is blaming. 
Ibadallah A man came to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And he had some suspicion regarding his wife And he said to the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Oh Messenger of Allah A black child has been born for me A black child has been born for me And so he had doubt Who is the father of this child? The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He said to him have you have, Do you have any camels? The man said yes The Prophet said What color are they? The man said they are red The Prophet said Is there any grey one among them? The man said yes The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Where did he come from? Where did that camel come from? Who's a slightly different complexion to the others? And here the man said Maybe it is because of his heredity. Somewhere in his genes it's there. The Prophet said, Maybe your son has this color because of heredity. Why did the Prophet say this? To remove suspicion from his mind. To remove doubt from his heart. Because doubt is evil. And doubt will fester and grow to become bigger and bigger and bigger. And this is why the Quran says, وَلَا تَجَسَّسُوا Do not spy on one another. Especially for married people. It's haram to spy on your spouse. To check his phone when he's in the bathroom is a sin. And to spy on her when she's not looking is a sin. Because this, this is spying firstly, and it leads to adhan. It leads to suspicion. And suspicion doesn't stop there. Suspicion will then grow and grow and grow until that whole marriage will break apart based upon nothing. Based upon nothing. And this is etiquette and adab that we are learning from the Quran and Sunnah. Wallahu musta'an. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rectify our fears and rectify our character. Amin rabbil alameen. Aqulu hadha al-qawl wa astaghfirullah al-azim li walakum wa li walidayya wa li walidikum. ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله على إحسانه والشكر على توفيقه وامتنانه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له تعظيما لشأنه وأشهد أن نبينا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون عباد الله سفيان الثوري رحمه الله he said الظن ظنان ظن فيه إثم وظن ليس فيه إثم he said there's two types of ظن suspicion that which is sinful and that which is not sinful فأما ظن الذي فيه إثم فالذي يتكلم به Suspicion that is sinful is that which you speak about is that which you utter is that which you act upon وأما ظن الذي ليس فيه إثم فالذي لا يتكلم به But that suspicion which is not regarded as sinful is that which you don't speak about What does this mean? This is part of Allah's mercy because it's normal that we all get thoughts of suspicion. Because this is the work of the shaitan. 
Shaitan will come and whisper something and put something into your mind, into your heart. Whether it's about your spouse, whether it's about your business partner, whether it's about your brother in the deen. Shaitan will put something of dhan in your mind. He's doing this for this reason. He's showing off. She's not being truthful. He did this. There must be something. There's something going on. And I know I'm a person of insight. And Shaitan starts to, in fact, he will actually play you. Shaitan will tell you, you are a person who, who, who can read people. MashaAllah, Tabarakallah has blessed you. You are a person of wisdom. And when this person did that, you know why they did this. So now you start to think high of yourself. And now you start to doubt the next person. A Muslim, when this happens, When this whisper comes from the shaitan, Allah says, Seek refuge in Allah. You should say, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم and turn away from it. Because then you are not sinful. Because what crosses the mind, you are not sinful for that. The moment you act upon it, the moment you go speak about it to somebody and you say, you know what's happening here? Let me tell you what's happening here. Let me tell you what's actually happening. Now you start to speak about your dhan, you are now sinful for that. You have now acted upon it. You have now spoken about it. This is what is considered as as sinful. Just like it is wajib for us to avoid dhan, it is also important that at times we do things to prevent dhan from others. Take care so that you protect others from falling into dhan. At times we need to be extra cautious. If I'm doing this, somebody might just think I'm doing this for this reason, so I'm going to do it in a different way. And this is proven in a hadith that's narrated from Safiya binti Huyay, radiallahu ta'ala anha, where she mentions that she was walking one night with the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and these two Ansari men, they came, they were coming past, and the Prophet said to them, Ara lislikuma, relax, it's just Safiya that's with me. This is Sophia that's with me. So they said, Subhanallah, Ya Rasulullah. Subhanallah, oh Messenger, how could we doubt you? We're not thinking this is a strange woman. So the Prophet said, Inna shaytan yajri min al-insani majrad dam. Shaytan, he flows through the body of the person like blood flows through the body of the person. And I fear that he puts something in your hearts regarding this. This is the Prophet he knew they won't suspect him. But he's teaching us a lesson. He's teaching us a lesson. Sometimes you need to be cautious. If you know I'm going to do this, somebody's going to see this and think, the reason he's doing this is that. Then don't do it. Or do it in a different way. Or clarify why I'm, I'm doing this for this reason. If he thinks anything beyond that, he's sinful for that because he's a person of one. But otherwise, it's good to take precaution. You're fasting in Ramadan, you go travel. In a strange city, you are Muslim, everyone can see you are Muslim, don't go eat in public. Because now they might think, what's this brother doing? Just to avoid it, eat in private. Eat in private, and so forth. To end off, Allah Azza wa Jal said, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, in jaakum fasiqum binaba'in fatabayyanu. أن تصيبوا قوما بجهالة فتصبحوا على ما فعلتم نادمين 
O you who believe, if somebody comes to you, or an evil person comes to you, a fasiq comes to you with any information, فتبينوا, then verify the information. Verify it, lest you end up harming people unknowingly. Becoming regretful for what you have done. Subhanallah. This is a, an extremely powerful verse. And the verse is so true. Any person who looks at reality will see this verse. This is wahi from Allah. Firstly, somebody comes to you with information. What did Allah say? فَتَبَيَّنُوا First verify. Before you do anything, clarify, verify, make sure what actually happened. Who said it? Let me find out from them. What did they mean? What was the context? Find out from both sides. Like some people say, this, you get one side, you get the other side, and then you get the truth. It's never just by one side. The truth is somewhere in the middle. So this is our job, is to verify the information before we act. Because if we act without verification, what's going to happen? You're going to end up harming people. You're going to end up Harming people, be jahala. I know you don't realize what you're doing because you're acting upon any information. You're not being responsible. You're not being what Allah is telling you to be as a responsible Muslim to verify. So what are you doing? You're harming people. Wherever you go, you spread information and you harm people. Eventually, when you come out of your ignorance, what's going to happen? You come regretful for what you've done. You will be a person that's nadimin. Now you sit with regret. I said this, I did that, I acted here, I spread this, I didn't verify. Now I'm sitting with all the regrets. Because we didn't follow a basic command. Fatabayanu, verify. Just go double check. It won't harm you. It's a phone call away, it's a message away, it's something very simple, especially in today's day and age. We have no excuse. Because we don't have to travel, and we don't have to walk, or go, go by a camel. You can contact the next person through your phone, and you can verify the information. When this does not happen, you will become regretful, and you will be a person who ends up harming others. Wallahu musta'an. Hada wa sallu wa sallimu ra'akumullah ala bashirin nadir Muhammad ibn Abdullah. لقد أمركم الله بذلك في كتابه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما وقال صلى الله عليه وسلم من صلى علي صلاة صلى الله عليه بها عشرة اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة والتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين وأذل الشرك والمشركين وأذل البدع والمبتدعين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم انصر المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفة والغنى 
ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين وأقيموا الصلاة